Modern Intuitives. I'm Janelle. I'm Lisa. And we have a lovely, lovely, who knows if it's lovely. We're just starting it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed this works out well. We're going to talk about dreams. Yay. We talked so about fun. it on an Instagram live and um, it was fantastic. It was, it was very really popular. Good, yeah, yes. it was a really good, good dream. Wow. It was, it was a good live. Great. It was a good live. Um, and so we're going to get into it. Yeah, we wanted to dive in again and then revisit certain things that we talked about and go into a little bit more depth. And maybe our own personal experience. Yeah. has such a good story it's oh so it like creeps me out no it's an it, it was a dream where I got like intuitive guidance so yeah. it was a, a precognitive dream yes um so which dreams we'll talk about how yeah. rare those are right so Lisa what are dreams well you know dreams are <laughs> <laughs> it's well what well, will happen is Whoa. is you close your eyes <laughs> you count to 10 and yeah. then you're asleep and then you're asleep um no I mean for the most part so everybody dreams, mm-hmm. although there's a bunch of people that think they never dream. It's just because they wake up um, after the REM cycle because dreams yes. happen in, in REM, in your REM state of sleep. So if you wake up in the middle of a REM cycle, you're going to remember your dream. Yes. You're going to remember the dream that you had most recently. Um, can I? So in psychology, we mm-hmm. did a little bit in high school, mm-hmm. but of course I remembered it because I loved that course. But he talked about, like, what your dream cycle looks like. And for probably the first hour that you go to sleep, you're not in your REM cycle yet. But you're basically, like, traveling down to it. He would almost put it like it was, like, there's a border at the top. So you start and you go to sleep and then you travel down, down, down into REM. Mm -hmm. And then you REM and then you another couple hours is you lifting up out of REM. Mm -hmm. And he was like, so if your schedule's off and you wake up in the middle, you're not completing the full cycle, which that's what we really want to do. Right. That's how we stay healthy is when we do the beginning part, we get the middle part, we get the lifting back up out of sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when you wake up in the middle, it's not necessarily the best thing. No. But but you remember your dreams. If you're that an way. empath, yeah, <laughs> you normally can remember some of it. You might get woken up. Mm-hmm. You might have dreams that startle you. Yeah, etc. So the majority of times that we dream, it's just your body's way of working out something that happened that day, or that's happened in your life, or yeah. that's like a, a constant issue or a struggle or something that your your body is trying to find resolution, mm-hmm. and it it kind of plays out in your dream so the scenario might be different from the real life experience but the emotion behind what's going on is going to be the same so Mm -hmm. like if you're I have reoccurring dreams where I'm and I just had one not too long ago and so this is how I know I'm stressed it's always it always presents during a time of intense stress for me where I am back at college I was gonna say the school dream but it looks different. There are new people. Totally. My room is different. The campus is different. I don't know where I am. I'm late. I have to unpack my boxes and s- class starts in an hour. Yeah. So I always have that dream. That's so interesting. And it that is. That scenario. Yes. So certain things like that. Um, that's Wait, can I tell my school one? Sure. So my school one is whenever I'm stressed, I am in college. I am in college because college was stressful and new and hard yeah so I always go back there but I'm always in the classroom about to take a test or I'm standing in the hallway and I can't figure out where my class is yeah and I'm supposed to be there and I'm gonna walk in late and I can't find it and I'm Ugh. super stressed about where I'm going yeah um or I'm or I get and I sit down to take the test and I go I don't know anything wait I haven't been here and then <laughs> and then I go 
wait, you're dreaming. And then I wake <laughs> up when I get too stressed. When yes. it gets to like the climax point where I'm like, wait, <sighs> I don't know the answer. Yeah. I haven't studied anything. Where am I? <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> oh my God, I'm dreaming. <laughs> Um, but we all have that. So some people dream that, th- like, there's common themes of, like, falling, mm-hmm. flying. I wish I had flying dreams. The flying dreams are unique. I love people. those. Yeah. I can't, I've never had one. I used to have them all the time when I was little. That's fantastic. And I learned that it was me, um, years later when I started my psychic development mm-hmm. training, I, l- I had this, like, aha moment where it was it wasn't a real dream. It was me with a gu- one of my guides, oh. like showing me different dimensions and like taking me back to different lifetimes. Oh. Um, but people on earth could see me and they would, I, in every dream, they'd be like, how is she doing that? Like, it was just a weird, I always, ha- I mean, I ha- I've had hundreds of them yeah. of that kind of dream. Um, so there's flying, there's like teeth falling out, mm-hmm. um, having a baby when you're not pregnant. Yes. Or I've being pregnant. I just recently had when that you're one. you're not pregnant. Yes. I remember yeah. you, saying, you mentioning that. I had a pregnant dream, which is usually just something new. Yes. Bubbling like up in your birth life. of a new idea or a new experience. Yeah. Or, um, On the live, we talked about I have I had water dreams a lot just because I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of dreams around water. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time, you're not, you know, having an out-of-body experience. You're not mm-hmm. astral traveling. You're not, you know. The wizards aren't showing you the way. Yeah. For the most part, you're just having like a regular dream, which is very important because it's your body's way of working through problems. Yeah. Which is great because like you might as well do that while you're sleeping. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't waste any of my awake time. Yeah. I have um, a lot of dreams where I'm like driving in a Flint. Remember? No, not the. What is it? The uh, Jetsons. The Jetsons. Where I'm in a strange city traveling <laughs> places and I'm on like a roller coaster with a suitcase. Like it's just so strange. How that's very applicable though. Yeah. Like, but maybe I'm like the it? roller coaster of life, but True, you're packing yeah. your shit. Like, and I'm always lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you're crying. I am. I'm always like, why, where, wait, I have to go through the big city alone. Yeah. Like I'm always alone and I don't know where I'm going and I somehow have gone off course and I'm lost. I love it. Wow. I'm having a whole, right. I'm having a whole moment. Let's right do now. like dream interpretation. Janelle. I know. Sit back. Sit Just kidding. Tell yeah, us everything. I'm like, no. Um, but there are for empaths, um, there for intuitive people, mm-hmm. our dreams can be a way that spirit gives us messages. Spirit yes. gives us guidance. So I want to talk like we, we did this on the live, but, um, some people will have what's known as a visitation mm-hmm. where, at, um, it's a loved one in spirit. It's a loved one that died that visits you in your dream and it's, it presents itself as a dream. But when you wake up, you know, excuse me, that that person was Visited there. You, yeah. And you know it because you feel different. It's different from having a dream of a memory of them. Or like I dreamt of hearing her voice and it just brought me such peace and it was so great. Versus we were in the same room sitting across from each other and I heard yeah. her voice and she was looking at me. She was or giving she me eye contact me or she hugged me said, yeah. or told me it was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you've had a visitation, you know it. Yeah. Um, and so that happens a lot at night. And it happens because when you're asleep, we don't have our natural defenses up. Yeah. Um, that we would in our waking state where we will rash, we'll talk ourselves out of like mm-hmm. s- have seeing a sign from our loved one or 
um, deja vu moments will just think, oh, it's just deja vu, whatever. No, it's like actually spirit trying to get your attention for something meaningful. But if, you know, a certain time goes by where spirit's like, God, I've tried so many times. Okay, yeah. fine. I'm going to give her this message in her dream. Um, it is a way for your loved ones to connect with you and also guides and angels and anybody in spirit to give you guidance. Yeah. So sometimes it's um, information to keep you safe. Sometimes it's just information on y yes, say yes to taking that job or yes to marrying that person or whatever. I mean, they I've gotten so much guidance through dreams. Yeah. Um, because I do feel like I'm super busy a lot during the day. So I do miss. Well, you're you do a lot of boundaries, too. I do. I you do a I lot of like turning off. I tune out. I tune out a lot of spirit stuff when I'm not working. Yeah. Like reading people just because I just get bombarded with everybody. So there are definitely my own guidance th and intuitive nudges that I miss. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it will come to me in dreams. Um, now, some people say like, well, I had a dream of that my, I mean, I'm going to use a terrible example, but like I had a dream that my family was in a car accident. Like what? Oh my God, I'm so scared. What do I do? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that your kids and your family is going to be in a car accident, mm -hmm. but what is going on in your life that you feel like you don't have this control over the safety and well-being of your family. So let's let's dive into that a little bit first. Um, let's what uh, what other changes are happening in life that make you feel like you have less control than you used to, or is yeah. control an issue for you that you have to learn that you can't always have control? So it's not always like the worst of the worst. Yeah, it's sort of like a little not a warning, but it's like a hey, we want you to realize this about yourself, and we want you to heal and change and grow. I agree. I think dreams can illuminate a lot about the way that you're thinking and what your um, what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. I think the ones that f the ones that I've had that have been rare, that I feel like I'm present in them. But something else is going on. Normally, my dreams have similar emotions and similar feelings to them. And they're just my own similar emotions and feelings that I'm working out. Mm -hmm. There's been very rare instances where I'm like, whoa, like I have a lot. I lucid dream, which I think em a lot of empaths lucid dream. Mm -hmm. So I have learned over the years when I've been scared or something to snap myself out of it right. while I'm dreaming. So I do think that there's very, like, I've had, I don't even, some, not enough dreams, which I should pay more attention. You've said it to me. I know <laughs> I'm, like, discounting it, and I'm, like, I've probably had a ton that I'm just, like, they're regular dreams. Right. But I, I've never, usually, like I said, I'm in the Jetsons. Like, it's, like, I'm, like, often, you know, some yeah. weird land with, like, crazy shit happening that I'm just, like, this means... Like, how does this mean but you, anything? But what you, so what you do is then you pay attention to the theme. Like, what are, what yeah. if, what's been the theme of several dreams that I've had? Yeah. Or what role do I have that's similar in all of these dreams? Or yeah. did I rec do I recognize anybody in, in those dreams? And what role are they playing? And how do they make me feel? Yes. That's another method to interpreting your dreams. So I've had, I have a lot of water dreams. Mm -hmm. I'm one, I'm into astrology and all of that. So I'm a big water sign. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so water is a huge theme for me. I'm also very emotional, um, very sensitive, all of those things. And I can sometimes, I'm really good at, at holding them all in. A trait I've learned since a child. <laughs> and um, I will. you having a lot of water dreams because they're like just be emotional already exactly so I've been in I've been standing in homes 
that are flooding that are like on the I've I think I said this in the live that'll be like on it'll be almost like what is the what's the beach in Australia where the waves come up and hit and it's Bondi Beach what know. is it called but it's something like it'll be like on a ledge yeah like a, a rock ledge where I'm on a home that's on a rock ledge uh-huh. and it's spraying water in while the while that starts to flood up and there's water coming at me oh, I've wow. been standing in front of a tsunami yeah and going oh fuck I'm gonna <laughs> I, I can't run yeah like it's coming like I've had those moments where I'm standing in front so I've had really sort of these intense big wave dreams which I just attribute to my emotions Mm -hmm. and I just have big emotions and maybe that's true maybe I need to be paying more attention to the part where it's about just being okay with that yeah and that too I don't have them that often anymore um I used to have the pee do you have peeing dreams Mm-mm. I used to have a dream where I would be, I would have to pee really bad. How funny. And I would be in like a public stall, but they would all be disgusting. Oh, and so you're, they're so all gross. Pee. So I can't pee or there's no <laughs> walls and there's just tons of people in there. And I have no, and I, it's all about privacy. Yep. Not feeling in control of my life. Um, feeling like I'm overwhelmed. And eminent. Like I have to go, but I, I have can't to go, go right now, but I have yeah. nowhere to go. I have to do it in here. Yeah. And I have to get comfortable doing it in here. But it's just like no one will leave me alone or none of the doors. I've had exposed. doors locked. Oh, my god! So if you pay attention to the yeah. things that you're going through at the time, you can unearth they, these like chronic they sort line of dreams. Up. Yeah. yeah. I, I said I think on the other one I had locked dreams a lot mm-hmm. where I, I would try to lock one end. It was an old vacation home that my parents had where I would lock one of the ends and then the other one would be unlocked and I go there and then I couldn't turn you know you just can't get the lock and I couldn't turn it and so that was a lot about I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel um again like I had my own space or I didn't feel like I was in charge of myself so if you travel along with the way that your dreams present themselves to you you can take a pretty accurate read of the way that you're emotionally feeling in your waking life right right which I think is all of that. And then every once in a while, you have these dreams that tell you things mm-hmm. that you don't quite. I mean, you're so much better. You have like, you've had crazy ones, but yeah. you have like, cra- you get like premonitions. Yeah. I don't necessarily think I get premonitions as much as I get sort of these like interactions mm-hmm. that I don't know if they're healing or if someone else is thinking about it. And it's kind of like a closing of a chapter. Or I don't even really know. Yeah. Well, first, before we get into like some of the crazy things that I've experienced in my dreams, mm-hmm. lucid dreaming, because we've mentioned it, lu- a lot of people are lucid dreamers. And lucid just means that there's a part of your brain that knows you're dreaming while yes. you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty amazing that you you can sort of like train up that side. If you ever have that moment where, oh, I'm dreaming, but you're still asleep, and yeah. let's say you're scared in your dream, that lucid part of you can say like well, I'm going to become the hero or go f- find the sword or run out of that building. Or wake up. Or Usually wake I up. wake up. Yeah. But you can um, change that course of your dream mm-hmm. if you are aware, if you have that s- that um, lucid side to you. Yeah. So you're basically just aware that you're dreaming yeah. while you're dreaming. So sometimes I have those moments where the, my lucid side kicks in and I s- tell myself, like, I know I'm dreaming. And then there's, like, this other part that's like, I know you know. Just keep going. Yeah, I've and, done that too. And so yeah. because I don't want to w- fully wake up, mm-hmm. then I'm like, I know it's a dream. Just keep going. And then yeah. I'll finish out the dream and then I wake up. I remember the dream and it's crazy. Do you ever feel like I feel like this when I sleep and I wake up and I don't remember going to bed and I don't remember the waking up? I'm always like, oh, thank you. What an amazing sleep I have. Yes. That's the 
best sleep I can get. I don't do not get it. I don't get I, it. It's very rare, but I just recently had. I, I mean, I just <sighs> recently had it. That's how rare it is I that I. It. That I literally woke up like I was a rock. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that felt amazing. What? Like, it, why yeah. do I get that all the time? Ugh. What happens to me so much, and maybe this happens to you, is I get really tired from my dreams. Yeah. Because I feel exhausted. I get, I, I am very, I don't know. I think we're just active. I'm so freaking active. Yeah. First of all, physically, I move around in yeah. my bed a me lot. Me too. Same. I just had somebody ask oh, me, wait. I know, high five, me. high five. Don't. This is random. But like, I just had somebody ask me through a dating app. Like, are you, do you like, are you a cuddly sleeper? Are you, do you want, do you like your own I'm space? Like, um, for yourself. I, and I, yeah, I said, <laughs> don't, don't touch me while I'm sleeping. First of all, I really like my own space. Just know that you'll only be able to touch me for approximately five minutes yeah. before I start to panic. Yes. And then I can't sleep. And I said, but I roll around. I wake up like sleep, like diagonally mm-hmm. one time in the last I mean, seriously, in the last few months, I woke up with my pillow on the foot of my bed. I was like laying at the foot of my bed, uh, but I picked really? up my pillow and I switched positions yeah. and I was like, what is going on? Yeah. W- you know, and there, now there is a part of um, REM cycle where you have that like sleep paralysis mm-hmm. where truly your body does like freeze because if we didn't have that capability, we'd be, everybody would be sleepwalking. We'd be hitting, and there are um, sleep disorders where you act out your dreams. There, It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a horrible disorder. Um, My brother does. Yeah. Like, yeah. you, you act out what's going on in your dreams, so you're physically moving. Um, excuse me. It's a freaking drink. <laughs> I need to not drink this. Um, so I think I, I don't know if I have that. Like I would, I, I should put a camera on myself. I know. Well, I do. I, um, but I know I frash. Oh, like I move I, a lot. I do too. I switch sides and I'll wake up in the morning and the bottom of the, the, my whatever comforter, comforter is at the top yep. or it's on the side or it's crump crumpled up yeah. somewhere or, um, my hand is asleep because I'm in like some sort of crouched. Yep position like I've done stuff like that I woke up one morning and the ground was wet and I didn't know like the ground next to me I didn't get up and pee on the ground <laughs> like, Lisa. is this your pee dream but I like saw the water <laughs> like I saw the water I d- couldn't find anything and I was like did I throw that on the ground like I saw a glass mm-hmm. but it, I didn't know if it had water in it and I didn't remember picking it up and I didn't re- I just stood and I was like this is wet that's so strange wow and it was it was super bizarre but I was like I mean I wouldn't be surprised if I threw my hand yeah, out and knocked, like, it and knocked it over just because yeah but there was no glass on the ground that's weird it's it was so weird. I haven't talked about it because it just like tripped me out. That's but really I was But like, was there a glass in your room? Where was the glass? I don't know, actually. I don't even think there was. I think So maybe you peed on the floor. There's no way. Is there? Yeah. My <laughs> underwear would have been, I would have been oh, wet. true. Like I would have been wet. <laughs> like there's no way that I would what have been What if you took wet. off your underwear though and peed? And then. <laughs> but where, where? I love, <laughs> I love the word. I know. Why are we even entertaining this? <laughs> like because, I would know. Because I'm picturing adult Janelle just peeing on the floor. Yeah. Like I would know. <laughs> I'm not that. I don't know. I mean, I like, I, I don't woke up on the, at the foot of my bed and I like, I always find, I take off my glasses before I go to sleep. Finally. So you're right. I peed. No, I didn't. It's no, too small of a side. Got like it. the way that it is, uh, it's like the side is just the enough length of like my table and then I can walk through. Yeah. So I couldn't have like crouched down. No. And it was like not, it just I wasn't. It. No, I know. It just wasn't. It just but it, w- and it wasn't like a huge giant pile. Like you were just I like, Wait, this drink a lot of liquids wet. before it would be like a whatever. You'd, yeah. Um, and there's, and I, and like I, we were talking about lucid dreaming. I'm aware enough when I'm doing something mm-hmm. that I 
I, I just feel like I would know if I had a dream about that. Yeah. But it was just bizarre. And I, I was like looking around and I'm like, what would that have been? You know, like what would I, would I have hit it? Would I have picked it up? Am I moving? And I don't know that I'm moving the way that I am. But I was always like yeah. that even as a baby. Me My too. My mom said that I was a, a mover. Yeah, same. When I slept and it was very t- weird. Speaking of like having to pee in your sleep. But no, I frequently. Oh, I always have that. So I will start, I like, I'll be in the middle of a dream. And then you'll think you have to pee. And then in my dream, uh-huh. my dream self has to pee. Uh-huh. And I wake up Same. like full bladder, got to go right now. Same. So, I mean, I love that. Like, at least your body's telling you, like, hey, totally. girl, Hey, wake up. Hey, you at max capacity. <laughs> Go pee. Go pee. Oh, my, I have the exact same thing. Yeah. Like where you're just like, oh, my God, I'm holding it and it hurts. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> but it's like a dream that has no, I mean, it's just yeah. like you're dreaming about something and all of a sudden in your dream, you're like, wait, I have to pee. And not to be TMI, but I've started my period and been like, why am I? In, I'll dream yes. about being in pain, like someone stabbing me or hurting same. me. And I'll be like, what's happening? Like, oh, why? And then and then I'm like, wait. You're like, I know I'm that pain. I'm in real life. I know that pain. Hold on. Wait, I'm dreaming. Yep. Oh, oh, damn it. <laughs> I have same, but I also think that that's like, thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> you for waking me up. Yeah. And making me go check. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of like super in tuned people, empaths, intuitive people will get guiding information mm-hmm. that's supposed to help them in their life or help somebody else in their life. Yes. Um, so like we talked about this in our lives, but mm-hmm. I had dreams about both of my nephews before they were born. Oh yeah. Like Finn, the firstborn, which we were just all excited to have a little baby in the family. Yeah. Like he came to me a couple of times, um, as a soul before he, before my sister was ever pregnant. And I was like, Michelle, you're going to have a baby boy. Like I know the, f- your firstborn's going to be a boy and I know he's going to have blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. They, my sister and her husband both have brown hair and brown eyes. So it would, it's um, light hair and light eyes are in the family, but brown, the brown eye, brown hair gene is dominant. And so Mm -hmm. you would think that they'd have, yeah, that that's what they would have have brown over brown and they did not. And I knew his personality. I had dreams about his personality, a couple of them. And then he is now six years old and he's the exact, he is the exact kid Mm -hmm. who visited me. That's so cool. I want to have stuff like that. I know. I wish I had stuff like that. So I was. Instead of standing in front of a tsunami, I have like (sighs) stress dreams. And then so when, of course, I get the call that she's pregnant, I was like, oh my God, you're going to have a boy. And she was like, I don't know. And even through, we had a baby shower and she was told it was a boy and she was like, I don't know. It could still be a girl. And I was like, you're going to have a boy. Yeah. Like, let that go. Like, (laughs) you're going to have a boy. Because she's known a ton of her own friends that the after ultrasounds, they said it was one gender and then it came out to be the other. And so she was like, I mean, it's like. People make mistakes, and I was like, yeah, I know, yeah, but, like, but your sister is psychic, and she's telling you you're going to have a boy. <laughs> and he visited me in my dream, and I know he's real. And yeah, he's like, why, like, why don't you believe me? Just believe me, and gosh. I and then turns out he's, you're right. my, he's my little sidekick six years later. Yeah. He's, um, your, he's your BFF. He's my BFF and my favorite person. But um, so you can get precognitive things like that. Or you can get woken up. Or you can get woken up. <laughs> which I've had plenty of those. Yeah. Same. Those are fucking frightening. See, um, I don't tolerate that. Even if it's you're visited by like something positive. It hasn't happened. Since I get the last mad time when I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What are you doing? Even if it's like my dad or like yeah. an angel. I'm like, y'all know my boundaries. You're like, do you know how much I need to rest? Sleep is so hard for me to come by mm-hmm. that I have such a strict boundary with spirit. Yeah. Um, I did tell that story of like the tapping on the window. Like, yeah, that was very recent. But mm-hmm. so I get real mad, even if it's a good being. Well, I mean, I get mad. Like, you know my boundary. Go away. 
come into a dream, but you cannot wake me up is my, is what I say. If you must, if you must visit me, um, come, but don't wake me up. Come, but don't Don't wake wake me up. Um, so I've had a couple of like really serious dreams. Mm -hmm. One Janelle like wants me to share. Should I share that now? Yeah. Do you want that? Do you want me to do mine? Oh yeah. My recent one. And then we'll do your, we'll do your premonition. So I was just kind of looking up dreams and stuff last night, reading about empaths and whatever. And cause I knew we were going to record about it today. And so, um, in one of them, they were like, ask questions before you go to bed. And I, and I've been kind of like up in the air, just like everybody else with what's going on. Like, do I need to pivot in my career? Like, do I need to do something else? Like, let me know. Like, let me try to try to come in into my dream and tell me what's going on. Of course, it can't be nice. It can't be like, oh, I'm, you know, like walking through a forest. Right. And I look like at the look, lovely, look at the lovely things. Flowers. No, I, I have terrifying dreams. Like, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> um, so in the dream, and this was in the early, I know this was in the morning because I was coming out. Yeah. So I know that I was coming out of my REM cycle because I was remembering it. And so, um, so I asked the question, I'm like, what do I need to pivot in my career? Like what way can I pivot? I've been having really massive anxiety, um, throughout all of this. Uh, I did this like book that was like how calling Mm -hmm. in the one, like how to kind of get more love in your life and re kind of diving into stuff. And, um, I'm like, I really want, I, as, as an empath growing up and being, this is just, sorry, here's my long story. Um, (laughs) shut up. Fuck you. Right. 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 Wrap it up. up, Wrap it up. Anyway, so I had a dream and that was the end. (laughs) (laughs) Cool story, bro. Um, so I just was a very sensitive child. I'm very good at, um, being, I can walk into a room and be whoever you need me to be. I'm very like good at, uh, what's it being malleable, not malleable, but also, um, oh, what is it? Like flexible, whatever. I don't know. I, one of those terms where I'm, I'm, I adjust very well Mm -hmm. to whatever room I'm in. I really, I've been working on trying not to be that way about being more authentic and true to myself. And I have done a lot of work around that anyways. So I have this dream and in the dream, I'm like nannying this girl who is actually a young girl from high school who I used to do makeup with. That's who she is. But she manifested in my dream this way that I was taking care of her. And so I had, I, and I have nannied in my past. So again, it's using all of my, all of my own stuff to mm-hmm. create this story. So she, um, so I have watched her before. I'm either visiting her or we're just talking and she tells me that she had a baby and that she was pregnant. I'm like, oh my God. And then she tells me that she killed this baby, which is awful, awful. which again, though, is new Did birth. she tell you I killed my baby? How did she say I don't it? know. Okay. I don't really totally know. But the message was conveyed somehow. The, method, the message was conveyed. She was kind of like flippant about yeah. it. Just like, like whatever. No I didn't want it. And yeah. I like, I'm not in, she was like, I'm not in a position to take care of a baby. Like, but she had the baby. But she had the baby. She had it. And but she it. acted like it was, it was like she big. could do that. No big. Like that she could do that. Yeah. It wasn't, a, it, maybe it wasn't healthy or something. Or like, there was also that, that I, I asked, or I was like, what do you mean you did that? Mm-hmm. But technically like smothered her baby. Okay. I didn't see it in none of that. This was just in you my just head. just knew it. Also, I've been watching a, a, sh- a show called The Great and in it, in it, they, they, it's really funny, but it's very dark. And this, the main character who plays a king he like loves his mother so much that he puts her in like a tomb after it, like a, after she's dead in a glass case. And so she's like wilting in this case. It's horrible. Yeah. She's like, it's disgusting. So 
I so have this visual as like here. a little baby that they like put into the trash can. And I'm like, you guys, one, now I'm culpable. And also you've put a, like when you put things in your trash, like that's public space. Like they'll know that you did it. Mm-hmm. So are we trying to hide it now? Are we trying to not hide it? Like, are you guys just going to act like this didn't happen? And all of a sudden I'm like, am I the only one who like knows this isn't okay? Yeah. Like, why are you guys just acting like everything's going to be fine? And then it felt like it was my responsibility to sort of figure out what the truth was or what truth is and all of that stuff. Don't yawn listening to my story. Can't help it. Um, <laughs> you're boring. You. I'm yeah. just kidding. You're basic. You're basic. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. And so, what was the other one? I can't remember what the other one was that I told you. That fa- that part of the stream? That it, it was after this. I had, like, another one after. And it was kind of the same thing. And so, if if we look at what this is, yeah. basically, it's about being authentic and true to yourself. And what? It was you – it was, like, the final thing that you, like, learning about yourself – Yes. That frees you up to like. Yes. So the anxiety part is about me being comfortable with that, with myself. And the whole dream is telling me, one, have to be, your voice, have your own voice, know that you're accountable for yourself. The truth is not that scary, even though it seems like the truth is scary. At least you know what the truth is and you're going to show up and do it. Yes. Um, and you're not. And I think, too, I feel the responsibility of all of it was I was like, oh, my God, there's so much responsibility about this. And the truth is it had nothing to do with me. I didn't do it. No. And but in the dream, I felt like I was supposed to take care of these other people. But you took it on. And I took it on as mine because I'm connected to them because I love them as people and because I want all and that I'm and I'm supposed to take care mm-hmm. of them. But instead, I needed just to tell the truth and to say, I don't have to be here. This has nothing to do with me. I'm going to go tell on you and yes. I'm going to stand up for what's right. Yes. But I was so afraid of doing that because it's going to hurt people that I love. Right. Or so I think. Mm-hmm. And so the message behind that, if you're paying attention, is that I'm afraid that if I'm fooling myself, I'm going to lose people that I love. Yes. But the truth is, is that I have to honor that in spite of that because it's the right thing to do. Because you should never squash yourself or diminish yourself for the benefit of making somebody else comfortable. Yes. And I always, I struggle a lot. I'm sure other empaths do. But one of my core struggles is that something is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm always afraid that something's wrong with me. So I'm constantly protecting this phantom fear that something is wrong with me. And I'm going to find out something horrible if I even let it out. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot of empaths struggle with this. And this is like a very deep core one that I don't think I even realized how deep it actually was or how. And so now that I'm like almost like, you know, when you're digging and you're like getting really close to the surface and it's like, that's when all the, like in the movies, like when they get in the tomb and that's yeah. when all the craziest parts are yeah. where it's like, you're going to die. You're never going to get to that core because yeah. you're just going to die while you're trying to get yeah. there. That's what I feel like I'm in, right? Right? Like your whole mind when you start to do that because you've been protecting yourself for so long, your whole mind comes in to sort of say like, don't, don't do, do it. it. No. We've worked so hard. No one comes don't, out of this don't, alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no one just, just yeah. no. We built all these defenses yeah. for you to make you feel more safe. So it's, I had another dream after, I'm trying to remember yeah. what it was. But it was like back to back where it was like the same message. It's the same kind of thing. By the way, though, when Janelle was telling me this dream earlier before we started to record, mm-hmm. you had this aha moment about what the dream meant right in front of me. Yeah. And you were like, wait I don't a minute. I not remember anymore. <laughs> no, but you just said it. You were okay. like, wait a minute. As I'm telling you this dream, I know what it means. And yeah. you were like, 
okay, I'm kind of having a realization of if I show up completely me, mm-hmm. the people that I love won't want to be around me anymore or they won't or like. that I, that's the thought that I have yeah and that's really the conditioning that I have it's not true like exactly. it, but it's the it's something that you're working through yes this for me I keep I'm tie I I'm remembering the live that we did mm-hmm. where we talked about um like as an empath how lonely it can be at times yeah because truly it's hard to understand what an empath, like the depth of what an empath is feeling at mm-hmm. certain times and how it can be a really isolating feeling. And that I'm, re- I'm being reminded of that, that yeah. it's just because it's isolating and uncomfortable doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. And I also think too, um, you know, when it comes to a lot of the ways that we've conditioned ourselves to feel safe, um, we do those things because we think it is keeping us safe, but it's really not keeping us safe. It's keeping us from actually being ourselves being and leaving, living who we are. Mm-hmm. And so it's very interesting that I asked about a career because that comes up for me over and over again. Lisa's told me that so many people have said like you're different and you need to start owning just that whole difference about you. And I thought that I was, but I think in, in having that dream, having that answer to that question, it's like, when I embrace that I'm allowed to just have my own individual thoughts and feelings and really kind of speak those and feel really comfortable and not scared because that's how I felt as a little girl and I'm having a lot of those feelings because when we're touching the surface, it's like those feelings that I have as a little girl being just scared of existing, of my existence Mm -hmm. was so frightening um, because so much was going on that I didn't understand that once I sort of – let that I'm in the I'm in that like and that fear part Mm -hmm. and I have to go beyond I have to go beyond the fear and that's what that dream is also saying like you have to go beyond the terror that you're going to be in that you're going to take the fault for this and just take responsibility for what you're doing and how you're participating in your life and there was another dream right after and I can't even remember I totally can't remember it either yeah weird but it it, there was two and it was back to back and I I was like that's so true that the second that I start showing up I'm gonna know the answers to all these questions and I will it'll then light its path that Mm -hmm. way so that's a simple way it's not simple because it's complicated but that would have been a scary dream. If you're looking at the surface, you're just like, why am I having that? Like so-and-so had a baby and killed it? Yeah, like, like I had a dream about a, someone murdering a baby. That's so scary. Like circumstances yes. are scary, but look at the message. Yes. So that's when you sort of back up. What is your role? What am I feeling? What did? How did you feel? Yes. And what what does this mean? In, how can I apply like my role and how I was feeling? How can I apply that to my current life? Exactly. That's how you, un- that's how you decipher the meaning of your dreams. Yes. And even like babies mean new life. What does that mean when I'm watching something else happen? And you asked and about your, you asked about your job before you went to sleep. And so this is like birthing new life, birthing something new, and then someone's killing it and I'm giving it to somebody else mm-hmm. and I'm giving them the responsibility and I'm not taking the responsibility myself. So sometimes the message isn't what you think it's going to be. It's not, never do we ever get messages that are like, you should be a scientist. Right. You know, like, like something as clear. It's literally never going to be like that. You're just you're literally going to be like on a mountaintop, like fighting goblins. Right. Where you make a potion and then the goblins die. And right. And you're like, oh, my God, I love science. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> like, 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 like you just for some 
reason I had the vision of a microscope when you were. Yeah. Oh no, I was thinking, what is the the microscope? Not a microscope, but the um tubes. The beakers. The beakers. Yeah. yeah of them like yeah. mixing beakers the and tubes just throwing the beaker, them down. Yeah. So I think that that sometimes <laughs> we expect very clear messages, but if you look a little bit deeper and you ask those questions and you pay attention and you work on that, your your mind is speaking to you and there's that you're getting yeah. guidance through those kinds of situations. Um, And I think too, you know, having dreams about past loves and, uh, you know, people that you've loved in your life, they come in, they do that. I've had, I had a visitation of like a past person. We talked about that and it was the strangest, most normal dream I've ever had. That's why I know it was freaking real because we were like sitting in a coffee shop. Yeah. And he like, I remember I walked in and he was like, no. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. And he goes, no, I have to talk to you. And I went, whoa. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, oh, okay. And that's when I had the awareness because of lucid dreaming that I was like, oh, I'm dreaming Mm -hmm. right now. Okay, but stay. Yeah. Let's stay. Let's see what he has to say. Yeah. So it is interesting the way that we can have certain things like that. Yeah. But man, I wish I just didn't remember at all and just slept like a rock throughout the night. I, know. I love that feeling. More but than also, like, see what growth can happen when you. It's true when you're paying attention. When you pay attention to your dreams and you take, you take the guidance. And I, I swear, in so many intuitive sessions that I do with people. Yeah. Um, I get messages all the time to tell clients. Pay attention to your dreams. You tell me all the There's time. There's something going on in your dreams that you're missing. Like you're yeah. so you're be, you're being given guidance that you're missing. Yeah. Um. And I know that that's true because I get a ton of info through mm-hmm. dreams. So it's got to be true for everybody else. I'm not unique in that way. Yeah. Um. So uh, some people dream in black and white, and some people dream in color. I typically dream in color. Yeah, um, I do too. I uh, didn't know people dreamed in black and mm-hmm. white. I was like, well, how does? I've also had dreams where like, I dream about. Like, most of the time, the dreams that I have involve people that I know. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, the, it involves a stranger. And, and I'm always lucidly, like, I'm aware when, when I see a face of somebody that I don't know before. Yeah. Because that's not my norm for me. Usually, I have dreams of familiar faces or voices. Mm-hmm. And so, I always know, like, oh, that's Monica's voice. Or that's so-and-so's voice. Or Janelle's voice. And so I always know, even yeah. if it, even if the person looks a little different, I know it's them. Yeah. Um, so whenever I dream with a new face, I pay attention to who that mm. is. How they make me feel. Do I need to watch out for them? Am I going to meet them in real life? What does this person mean? Yeah. So it's really interesting if you really stop and, like, pay attention. Yeah. It's really weird what your brain does. And how, and, and intuitively, the messages that seep in. Yeah. While you're asleep. It's really, it's really fascinating. I'm like endlessly fascinated by, by dreams. I really want to do like a dream, like a sleep study and I want to be hooked up to all the things. And I would love it. It's just like, fl- they're like yeah. you, it's all tangled up. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh I rip God. all the wires yeah. off. I want to do it. I guarantee I would do it for something funsies. like that. Like I, I want to, yeah. I, I want to see it. my brain activity because I'm sure it's like insane. Mm. I'm sure it's insane. Just, just from how I know, like how I feel when I wake up. Yeah. Like, God damn it. I ran a marathon in my dream. Like I've cried. I've woken up with tears on my face. I've woken up. I've had dreams of coughing and I wake up with like a really sore throat. So I know I was coughing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very active. Yeah. Physically. And it matches what I'm dreaming about. That's true. And it's I've really irritating because I wake up. I've like seriously like hurt myself. Like I've woken up with like a sore back or like a sore 
leg and it's like I dreamt that I jumped off of a tree limb or something and I'm like but why did my leg really hurt like what did I jump off of in here like what was I doing just leaving every night and going and playing yeah so it's kind of annoying but oh, I hate the crying dreams like I've woken up sobbing me too like like the kind and then I have to be like what is happening yeah I've also had those where then I don't remember why I was crying and then I'm like oh no Oh, no. then I think like, shit, it's going to happen again because I didn't catch it. I didn't, yeah, you I know, didn't capture it when it was happening. I don't remember. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us your, Ugh. tell us your, pre- this is, so this is like, this how is, often do you think that you have premonition dreams? Um, you're like every night I have them often, but they're not like big deals. So what does that mean? Like what so, kind? So like I've had very few like, I, I said it on the live about, like, my reoccurring dream. That's another mm-hmm. thing that people love. Like, I had that reoccurring dream, wh- and then I woke up the second time, and my dad wasn't there. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I don't I don't want to tell it. I mean, I could tell that eventually. No, but it's fine. Go to um, our Instagram and look I at know, it online. Watch our live. Um, so there – I've had that's that was a bigger moment obviously yeah. a bigger deal for why it was important that I had a reoccurring dream mm-hmm. so that that message stuck with me um then I had this one that I'm about to share um I haven't really had a ton of very serious like mm-hmm. precognitive which just means like your premonition yeah, yeah like you said um but I've had inconsequential like I dreamt that um I'm trying to think of an example because it happens a lot. Yeah. But it's like, um, oh, I had a dream that, you know, so-and-so came to work today and they told me that their sister's pregnant. And I met their sister a week ago. Oh, yeah. I met their sister a week ago at happy hour. And then, like, they come to work the next day and they're like, oh, my gosh, Kim's pregnant or whatever. And you're like, oh, I had that dream. So that kind of stuff happens to me all the time. Why isn't it happening with me? You should be, like, telling me my whole life all the time. Uh Oh, yeah. Like, to people that I'm like really close yeah to. like I don't care about who cares about Sally I know we care about Janelle I wish I could control that Janelle. <laughs> selfish okay I wish I could control that I want to use you Look, for your gifts doing a podcast with you and having readings done by me is that not enough no <laughs> no Janelle, give up the control of knowing everything no I'm kidding I'm uh, no I'm just kidding <laughs> um I can ask you know what, Chanel? Tonight before I go to bed, no! I'm gonna ask to have a dream with you, and then I'm gonna call you. We're gonna wake up, and I'm like, "Why? We yeah. were, you're like, first of all, we were in the Jetsons. Never. <laughs> Where were we going? We were lost. We were on a roller coaster in the ocean. You were crying. You were crying. I it was, was yelling bananas. at you. <laughs> I had a friend once. I have two friends that are super close, and they, my one friend, she definitely is psychic. She would tell me or she had crazy dreams. And they would come true. I don't even remember what the dream was, but her and her <laughs> friend and our other friend, they were born, they're born on leap year. Mm. So they both are, it's oh their unique gosh. and they're close themselves. And they had a, dr- she had a dream and they dreamt the same dream. Mm-hmm. And it was like on their birthday or something like that. Like they, and they had a dream and they had the exact same dream and they yeah. were there together. Michelle and I, and I was did like, that once. My that sister. is bananas. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. Yeah, like your soul was on the s- in the yeah. same dimension, on the same wavelength. And the other friend I know is an empath. We got the same – we're the same personal- Myers-Briggs personality type. Uh-huh. So she – I just feel like she is, too. Yeah. We were we were similar but different, yeah. but similar. Um, so, but this, this story, this dream that I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah. This was, I mean, years ago. Yeah. I mean, I was working at an elementary school at the time. Mm-hmm. 
um, working with like Which I don't even remember when you worked there, so that's how long ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I got the job after I graduated college, so it was 2006. I got it in mm-hmm. June of 2006. No, October. I'm sorry, of 2006. Um, I probably had the dream in 2007 or two. I probably had the dream in 2007 or 2008. Yeah. So that's how long ago. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget it. So I worked at an elementary school and I got, I, I worked with the problem kids that I loved. Mm-hmm. These were like these little badass kids. Like, and I don't mean badass. Like, well, I shouldn't say whatever. These kids that I loved that the teachers were frustrated. They with. were technically like the, problem they were behavioral. Yeah. So it was like an intervention program. I loved them because, like, we got to, like, sit and do, like, not, it was, it was kind of Mm counselor-ish, but it was, like, I wasn't a counselor. My title was, like, mental health worker. Um, So we would meet one-on-one with them. We would just do activities together, hang out at recess, um, provide their families with extra resources that they needed just to help, like, keep the family intact and stuff like that. Um, So I got to create, like, my classroom was, like, this, like, safe place for these kids. Yeah who could come and vent to me about their teachers and I wouldn't tell the teacher what they said. They could vent to me about their mom and I wouldn't tell their mom. You know, it was like a safe yeah. place for ele- um, elementary. So I saw first, I mean, I saw kinder through sixth grade. Wow. Um, so I was there for like three years. And so I was, I got fortunate enough that I was at the same school. A lot of my colleagues got transferred schools. Mm-hmm. I got to keep the same school and I was so glad because I was just there longer with the staff and the kids. So I became friends with, one of the, the, the head janitor of the mm-hmm. school. Um, I won't say his name. We became friends. I mean, I was mm-hmm. friends with a lot of the teachers, but like he and I became friends. Um, so we would like see each other in the morning, say good morning. He Like if I needed anything, I could be like, hey, this light bulb went out. Can you fix this? Yeah. Or whatever. And you guys like went to lunch and hung out. And we stuff. didn't ever go to lunch. Oh, I thought you did. We would like, we would see each other, but we yeah. never left campus together. Got I it. never hung out with him outside of work ever. Um, but we would talk about like our families together. Um, mm-hmm. He would either come to my classroom and we would chat or we would chat like outside um, yeah. during recess. Got it. Um, he was married. I, I knew about his wife and his kids. He had grown kids in their 20s. So um, he was older. He was older. Like just a really nice guy. Like I just felt like what a family man. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so after like two years of having this friendship with him. Um, I had a dream about him that was so disturbing and so scary to me that somebody in my life that I trusted acted this way in my dream. Yeah. And it rocked me. And so the dream was he came into my classroom um, and he invited me to a barbecue at his family member's house, his uncle's house in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to, like, he wanted me to come. And so I was like, sure, I'll go. Mm-hmm. And then I, in the dream, I went to the barbecue and I was by myself. At the time, in real life, at the time, I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But I went, in my dream, I went to this party by myself. But it wasn't a party. Nobody was there. Oh, he said, I want you, I got to show you, like, it's hilarious. Like, my, my uncle has. But you showed up and nobody was there. Yeah. So in the dream, prior to me showing up in the dream, he yeah. was like, my uncle got this hot tub. It's like ridiculous. You have to come see it. He's so proud of it. He thinks it's so funny. I mm-hmm. was like, that's so weird. He's like, it's like shaped like a heart. It's so stupid. But like the family keeps making fun of him. Just come. It'll be hilarious. And I was like, cool. I love a good family barbecue. The food's going to be great. I'm going. So in the dream, I go. 
but there's nobody there. It was a house with just him. And I showed up and I instantly felt nervous. Mm -hmm. And he was like, come in the hot tub with me. Come in the hot tub with me. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. I'm not going to go. And some, it led to, um, he got really scary. He got really aggressive and he started to chase me in the dream. And we were running around this hot, this heart shaped hot tub. Mm -hmm. And I knew he was going to attack me and assault me. Mm -hmm. And I woke up and then I was like, no, not. And then I said his name and I'm not going to say it now, but I was like, no, not him. Yeah. Not him. But I felt so sick and so scared and like how could somebody like this that I know mm-hmm. look at me that way try to violate me that way try to attack me like he cares about me why would he do this mm-hmm. I was so disturbed the next day I called my best friend who worked at a school like 10 minutes away from me mm-hmm. um, and I was like I gotta tell you about this dream like this is really rocking me and she was like that's so scary why do you think you had that dream I don't know Nothing's changed between us, like he and I, whatever. Okay. So six months go by. I just, I tried. Wait, wasn't that that, but that morning didn't you No. Oh. Six months go by. Like a long time had gone by Mm -hmm. where now, by by the way, like, or I should say, mind you, after that dream, I started to pay attention to him. Yeah. In a different way. And I was very aware that he was the violator in my dream Mm -hmm. and that, I got to be careful around him. Yeah. Until I figure out what this dream meant. But didn't you get to school that next morning? No. Oh, I it wasn't that, was that, that next day. Oh, got it. No. This is, it was months Sorry, after. I'm ruining your story. Shut up, Janelle. Can you left for me? Yeah, you're like, you know it. I don't fucking know it. <laughs> it wasn't me. It didn't happen to me. Shut up, Janelle. Um, so six months go by and I'm, you know, we are not, um, I felt like he changed in the six yeah. month time period. I felt like he changed or that I was now more aware of his sinister side. Yeah. Like that I blocked out before and I just saw him as this nice janitor family man who cares about his wife and kids and brags about how long he's been married and blah, blah, blah. Um, I started to feel like I could see him watching me when he didn't know that I knew he was watching me. Like it just became you had awareness around him. Yes. And so six months go by. I show up to my classroom one morning and I, it's my own room. I don't share it with anybody. I lock it. I have to unlock it in the morning. I go to unlock my classroom. This is real life. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're in real life. Dream now. over. This is real life. I go to my classroom. He is in my classroom with the doors locked and the lights off and the blinds closed. And he's sitting at my, at my desk chair and his feet are up on my desk, which is a power pose. And he has his hands behind his head. Yeah. So a power pose, that is a power pose when you, so it's a dominating. It is. Yeah. And as soon as I saw him, I had that same sick feeling that I had in my dream. And I knew I had to get out of that room because he, this man has no business being in my classroom sitting like that at my desk with his feet on my desk. Like, in my opinion, I just thought, like, you're being so inappropriate. Yeah. You wouldn't do this to any other teacher. And the door was locked the from doors, the inside? I had two doors. They were locked from the outside. Yeah. So I, so, like, he kept the doors locked, which is, like, if he's in my classroom, you'd think he'd open the door. If he's cleaning or doing he'd something. He'd prop it open. Yeah, and the lights were off. So, yeah. for all I knew, I was walking into an empty classroom, which is what I did every morning. Yeah. So, I saw him, and he's like, 
you know, hey, good morning, Lisa. And I just remember, like, at that moment, I knew I had to, like, think of something to do to get out of there. And I just thought, and I said, oh, hey. And I go, oh, shoot. I left something at my, in my mailbox. Or I forgot to check my mailbox. I got to go check it. I'll be right back. Also, get the fuck out. And I said, oh, I, I think I said something like I have a meeting in 10 minutes or whatever, like to try to get him to leave. But I left. I didn't stay and engage at all. After I said good morning and like I got to do something in 10 minutes, I went to the teacher's lounge where it was, there was office staff, there were lights on, <laughs> there were other yeah. people. And I just hung in there for a little bit. And I like small talked with the office people just to like have time go by. And I just thought, I remember thinking, what am I going to do if I go back and he's still there? Yeah. So thankfully he wasn't there. Um, so later that day, he came back here. He came into the classroom. Oh, he like he came into my classroom. I have I always would prop my doors opened. And so and I would always tell my kids, like, if your teacher wants you to come see me and my doors are opened, that means you can always walk in. Yeah. But if my doors are closed, it means I'm in a meeting. Um, so just look for my door to be open. That's your visual cue that you can always come see me. Even if it's not a scheduled appointment, I don't care. So he, the janitor. I think I don't know if it was that. I think it was that same day because this all was I one felt, day. Oh, it was. I thought I didn't think it was one day, but okay. Um, Who knows? Who cares? It doesn't matter. the The point of it the is the point of it is premonition dream. He comes comes into my classroom and I'm at my desk. And the way that the room is positioned is I don't have an easy exit. There were two doors, but I he was. Yeah, you're at the furthest end of. Those I'm two doors. I'm in a corner. Yeah, and I am at the furthest end of both. And I'm always aware of my exits. Always. Mm-hmm. Um. He and I, he closed the door and like I had both of them open and he closed one and they walked across and he closed the other. And I said, please leave my doors open. The kids, that's my sign for that the kids know I'm free. And he's like, oh, I just want to talk to you. And I was like, you need to please leave the doors open. Um, oh, I had said too, like, can you not um, close my blinds or like leave my blinds open, please? Because like I want the kids to be able to see me and know. Oh, when you like, first came in yeah, in the morning. Yeah, and he had closed my blinds. Like that was, I never touched the so blinds. So fucking weird. So fucking and weird. And creepy. So creepy. Like what did he think was going to, yeah. Just keep going. So I said, can you please open those doors? And he um, shut one and he was like walking toward me and I was like, or he opened one and I was like, can you open that one? And also, I was like, if I need to scream, like, the sound will travel yeah. farther if I have both open. Um, he had started to talk about, like, things seem weird between us. Like, we're not, we don't seem to be, like, as friendly as, like, is everything okay? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't notice it. Like, fully pretending. Like, yeah. Right? No, things are fine because I don't want to make him upset. He ends up saying to me, after he finally opens the doors, because I was like, can you? And he's like, no, I really want to talk to you. Didn't he, like, ask you to lunch a few times, too? Um, no, but he didn't, he would always comment on when my boyfriend at the time would come and pick me up for lunch. Oh, he yeah. He'd always comment like, oh, is that your boyfriend? Like he'd make some jerk comment about me having a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, you're married and you have kids. Like, uh, stop. Yeah. Well, this is also, yeah, right. this is like your saving grace. Um, thank God I had a boyfriend, even though it was a shitty boyfriend. Thank God I had a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was being disrespectful about keeping the doors open. And finally I was like, hey open my door and yeah. please don't close it when I am in here and I don't have a meeting I need my doors open yeah. so I had to like be firm which I is always uncomfortable when somebody like doesn't listen to you anyway that day he ended up he said hey my family's having a get-together we're having a barbecue at my uncle's house in Anaheim he has this huge house in Anaheim and I'd really love for you to come 
like meet my family, have great food, you know, everyone in my family likes to cook. So there's going to be great food, great music. If you're into that sort of thing, I just really want you to come and hang out. It'll be fun for us. Um, it'd be really cool and blah, blah, blah. And oh my God, the funniest thing, my uncle got a heart shaped hot tub and he's like bragging about it and he's obsessed with talking about it. And in that moment, I was like, oh, I go, when? Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's heart-shaped. When is it? As you curl into the As I'm trapped sitting at my desk with no exit. And I'm like. Wait, he didn't open it still? No, the doors are open, but I'm still sitting at my desk. So I have to run past him to get out. Yeah. Um, And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, how funny. When? And he told me when and what time. And I, like, had an excuse. Like, I had a legit excuse. Mm-hmm. thank god and i was like you have to, i was like take a picture of it and show me like that's ridiculous and then i that day that night um we wrapped it up we wrapped up the conversation and that night i was meeting my the same friend that i told mm-hmm. about the dream i met her for drinks somewhere and i told her and she goes oh my god lisa your dream like yeah. she remembered it so i knew like that dream was a warning to watch myself around him that yeah. he has been so nice and so, you know, for a reason. For like a reason to lure me in and to mm-hmm. to to bait me, to yeah. groom me to go to this party that was never going to happen to to uh, potentially attack me. How was it after? Awkward as hell. And Did I just he try again? He I just said, you know, I go, I made up an excuse and I said, you know, I feel like I'm falling behind in work. I feel like I've talked too much to you and to everybody else. So if it seems like I'm not engaging with you as much, it's because like I, I would say like, oh, we have these new requirements with because we would bill like our hours to yeah. certain like Medi-Cal and insurance. Com- so I'd mm-hmm. say like, oh, my gosh, I'm not billing pr- appropriately. So I really have to do more paperwork to capture all the work that I'm actually doing. I was lying. Yeah. I mean, we had to do that stuff, but I was doing it. <laughs> lying. I wasn't doing anything. No, I was doing it, but I just made it. See- and I said, so because I was like, I wanted to preface, like, if you don't see me around or I'm not as available, um, it's just, I'm, I got to do this work and I'm falling behind because I'm being too chatty. And I was like, you know, you know me, like I talk too much. Like I put it all on me. Totally. Um, and then I was like, well, f- shit, what am I going to do about my open doors? Like, because the kids know my doors are always open, and if they're closed, it's for a reason. So I would have like I would have moments like in the morning where I had would I I'd close both my doors because yeah. he knew if my doors were closed, I was in a meeting. So I would close oh. them for a for a while until I felt like he tri- exhausted trying with me, and then I would open one, and then I f- would start to open both because I didn't want to neglect the and kids. And then he just left you alone. And then he stopped. Yeah, that is wild it it scared me so much I mean that's frightening and you guys he took time to get to know me yeah and you know the stats about being a woman being assaulted is it's usually by somebody that you know yeah and so like I mean to the t that dream came true a heart-shaped hot tub in the backyard it's crazy and who knows it could have been his own house it could have been a non-house, like, that he was inviting yeah. me to. But the fact and that I that don't was such, like, a big part of the dream. And it was so detailed. Uh-huh. And it was, like, the... That the it's, d- like, oh, it's funny. And, oh, like, it was, like, oh, it's funny. And then the feeling of you getting there and mm-hmm. the dread and creating all of that. And I knew that I was about to be attacked and I had to run away from him. I had to get away from him. Yeah. And then when he said it in real life, I was, like, how do I get... Like, right now in this moment, how do I get away from him? 
my back is up against a wall, literally, yeah. the way that my desk was. Yeah. I can't get away from him. So it was like one of those moments where I like pay attention to your dreams. Obviously, not every dream is like that. No, this but was 10 years know. ago and you haven't had. Yeah, like I haven't this, had something yeah. like that. I, I'm, well, I have had some similar scary dreams that I'm just aware of, but yeah. they don't like control my life. Totally. But this one was so. That's how you'll know is because you feel so different about it. You yeah. feel so like it was so real and like I can't not pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But it was scary how six months had gone by from the time I had that dream to it actually coming to be. Yeah. But it was so um, impactful that I never forgot it. Yeah. And I didn't forget the details of it, like the heart shape. You know, it's so it's so interesting. And I think that this is just in life. Those moments where you hear something and then someone says it and you look at them like, how the fuck? Mm -hmm. And you realize that you've had some sort of download about something that's supposed to help you in that situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what intuitive guidance does is it makes you go like that. Like when you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah, Like you do the, it's the, it's that. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about that too, that it's the. It's the the nudge that you go, I'm sorry, can you say that again? Mm-hmm. Or like, wait, what were you just talking about? Mm-hmm. Because it it's that subtle, that that sort of even subtle mm-hmm. just thing. Yeah. And it made you so hyper aware of him, which is really, really It important. changed how I felt about him. Mm-hmm. And, and I did go through a period of, you're just thinking that about him because you had a scary dream. Yeah. So I did all of that. I did the second guessing that we all do. Yeah, where you were like, I'm not, that wasn't anything. It was just like, like a weird dream. Don't put that on him. He's a nice family man. Mm-hmm. No. And then I just felt like, but he's in my office with his feet up on my desk. Yeah, that's, that's so a, rude. And it's aggressive. And it's like, it's like a male. The doors were like locked. Dominant, the blinds were closed. It's a dominant pose. I never close my blinds. It's so, that's like a, he was, he was trying to. Like, was he going to suss it out? Yeah. I think he was trying to see how you were going to respond to that. If you were like, hey, like, oh, my God, and sit next to him and get like all whatever. Friendly but like sitting at someone's desk, what was he peeing on? It? I like, know. That's what I think. Like, Mark, he had his, his dirty ass shoes on my like that's Would you do that anywhere no. at the school? No, no. Yeah. And you it was easily reported him and been like, I don't appreciate him being in my office doing that. Yeah. And. I would, if I was your friend at that time, I would have probably been like, you need to tell him, I don't appreciate you putting your, like, don't do that. Like, this is my office. Like, I don't like that at all. And even be like, this is making me feel so weird. Like, I feel weird. Like, why are the blinds closed? Why is my door closed? I did have a conversation. Like, what are you doing? I did say, like, can you not be in my room? I said something like, I, I don't know. I did address, why are you in my room without me? Yeah. I did say something like that, but it was nice. Like it was friendly and it wasn't accusatory because yeah. there was this feeling in the back of my mind, like don't piss him off. Yeah. Um, because like I he's needed. retaliatory. And yeah. I wanted to pretend. Yeah. yeah he's a predator. So mm-hmm. I want to pretend I want to act like I'm still cool with him, that I'm not on to him, mm-hmm. but I don't want him to. Sh- I don't want to dread going into my classroom every morning and have yeah. him be there. What did he say? I, he respected it and he didn't do it. He did not show up again, yeah. but he always wanted to visit me during the day. And that's when I was like, look, I'm falling behind because I'm talking, I'm too chatty. So oh. I blamed on myself. Yeah, that is. The but I hitting. had to, but he visited me all the time and he oh. always wanted to close the door. And I said, oh, I, I almost said his name. You got to keep <laughs> I the mean, door. I can guess shit. what that is. You, shit. You got to keep the doors open because yeah. these kids like, you know, 
Yeah. Th- this is their cue that I'm available. Um, I'm seeing what time I it know. is so that we could. Oh, if you were doing it, that it, we could get. Yeah. At 103. Well, if we need to edit. If we oh, need to bleep. got it. <laughs> it could be anything else. <sighs> there were several that worked there. Just yeah. Just so you know. Um, but whoops. But that's how, I mean, I would use this person's name to make my point. Like, yeah, I don't, it, I don't like that you're in my room without me. Yeah. Um, like, unless I'm asking for something like specific, like I said, like, I don't, I forget how I worded it. It was a yeah. long time ago. But still, um, that's, it's such a crazy, that's it was a crazy so scary. Dream. That's wild. It was so scary. Yeah. There's no one wants to have that dream. And then I was disappointed. And then I went through the whole thing of like, how did I not know that? I know. How did I think that he was a safe person? I really, I went through all of that to myself and I still wonder, is it because like I was in an elementary school environment and you think everybody there is safe? Um, I just listened to a little, like a little, uh, piece from Malcolm Gladwell was on Joe Rogan and I was like listening to, it's like on YouTube. I was listening to a little part of it and he made a state, Malcolm Gladwell made a a statement about how as people, we like to think that we can tell when we're being lied to, but actually because we want to see the good in everybody and because that makes you a good partner and you're not pessimistic, we're actually not that great at telling that people are lying Mm -hmm. and that we need to be better and more, um, um, like it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. You can be lied to in any second. Yeah. So even though we like to think we're good, like you and I are probably better. Yeah. And you do get those messages and you react in those kinds of ways. And then you paid attention to the way that you I'm better after. now. Yeah, for sure. I'm better now too. But like you also have to realize that like you also can still be lied to. Cause yes. he was talking about like, they were talking about Bernie Madoff and how they're like, he literally did nothing. Yeah. How did he get millions of dollars yeah. from people like billions? Like he got so much money and they were like, and no one would have found out about it had there not been a recession. Mm-hmm. Had we not had such a huge recession and people lost a bunch of money and he didn't lose any money. Nobody would have even known that he was lying. Mm-hmm. So because of just these like very rare circumstances, it got found out it that he was out. lying about mm-hmm. that he was lying about it, but literally it was just getting people's money and spending it. Yeah. And so he said that there is this thing about people like that we've developed of wanting to see the best in everybody, which he's like, it's a wonderful quality because it makes you a better partner. It makes you a better friend. It makes you all of that stuff because mm-hmm. you just instinctively have to trust what people are saying. He's like, but we all like to think that we can spot a liar anywhere, but it yeah. can happen to good people who are aware and yeah. All of that. I was also at a time in my life where I was trying to really hard to shut out this gift. Yeah. Because I was in a relationship where the person would put me down for having like wanting to talk about psychic stuff or intuitive stuff. And um, so I was really trying to quiet that side of me, that intuitive side. Um, So it was like, girl. Yeah. I really gave it to you. So I bet there were, I I bet that there were several physical signs that I ignored Mm -hmm. that that's why it had to come you, up so seriously in a you dream. You sort of just passed off and was yeah. like, no, he's really he's nice. nice. He would not do that. He yeah. cares about me. He's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had to happen in that dream. Plus it also taught me, look, like you're, you're an intuitive person and we want to give you guidance to your dreams. So pay attention. So yes. it was a lesson in uh, several lessons, uh, you know, wrapped into one crazy yes. ass experience. And I'll never forget it. That's wild. The freaking detail. I can, the heart. The heart shaped. It I, was. I can't with the heart shaped. It hot was. Hot tub. It was so awful. It's so insane to yeah. me. 
Well, um, I mean, I'm glad that you had it. And I know. It just shows you, like, it probably, too, was giving you sort of a lesson into what is to come exactly. for your future. Like, get used to this kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. it really has happened so frequently. Not the, not the super scary stuff like that, where I need to be on guard. But, like, the little, like I said, the mundane stuff that you're like, why did I need a heads up that so-and-so's sister is pregnant? Yeah, like, like why do I care about that? And but it's just it's to just practice. It's just to exercise that, that intuitive muscle and to just, again, like, see that you get intuitive nudges in all forms and mm-hmm. in all states of being, whether you're asleep or awake. Yeah, um, exactly. So that's more common, thankfully, than like the really scary stuff. Yeah. And I do think too, um, like even I get a lot of stuff about the way that I function in the world through these crazy dreams. And sometimes you have to remember that your dreams mean absolutely nothing. Most of the time they don't. Yeah, Mostly it's just like, you're just you know, working out the stress of the day. You're just exactly yeah you're working out your own stuff and even in that like yeah I got answers to the question but I still was working out my own emotions that I'm currently working right so I think sometimes too this has happened with me I mean I still want like someone to hold up a sign that says like you're gonna win a million dollars in two days you know like I want like the clearest (laughs) I want someone to say it verbatim yeah like if you walk into this store you will meet the love of your life (laughs) so you go and you do that right now go yeah, or like you shouldn't do makeup anymore. You should do X, Y, and Z. And yeah. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> thank and you, sign. Thank you, sign. Thank <laughs> you, God. You love me the most. <laughs> like it's like it's so dumb. But we do. We yeah. want it to be like that. Instead, I'm you know, in a tsunami, going. Mm-hmm. Wait, why am I here? I'm about to die. Oh, I'm about to I'm die. I'm about to drown. Yeah, or like, why am I having trouble locking doors? Yeah. Or why do I have scary dreams? Or I. So there's a great book called Women Who Run With Wolves. Mm -hmm. And when I was first kind of like going into therapy and like really kind of uncovering all this stuff, like going into psychic and getting healings and and doing all this work in the beginning, I used to have a dream. And even I want to say it probably geared up a lot when I was in um, when I was doing therapy or right before I started doing it. And, um, it was the locking dream where Mm. I said, so I would lock the dream and then I've had where like, like thugs, like guys would like open the door and they would like demand something from me Mm -hmm. and I would be scared for my life. Like something was happening or even at my home, I would see like people walking like with bats, like up to the house. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was like, oh my God, they're going to come inside. Mm -hmm. And so I had a lot of dreams like that where it was a group of men because it usually is that way. Group of men coming in and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So in this book, Woman Who Runs With Wolves, I'm reading it. And one of, she says, what is a classic dream when you are unearthing yourself, when you're becoming this new person, when you are um, deciding to change you will have a dream of the intruders. And she called it that. Whoa. And I, I had never heard anything about it. I just had had these dreams. And I've, I've read had it like, so many of those dreams, Janelle. And, I've ha- and she goes, so what's happening in it, it's called the intruder. And it's when women are starting to wake up to their, she calls them La Loba, which is like wild woman, uh-huh. which is the wild wolf woman. Uh-huh. And like, and um, she's like, when you start waking up to your wildness and who you Whoa. are, the intruder comes. And the reason why it comes as a male is because the males, uh, it's the patriarchal society yep. that's been there to condition you. So they show up and it's when you start to undo your conditioning that they come in to basically say, like, do you really want to do this? Uh-huh. You're really, you have to like, you have to choose have to fight and fight yourself through it. <gasps> so it comes in as the scary 
and she was like a lot of women have it and so it's a it's a dream that happens when you're starting to wake up that you'll have dreams of intruders i'm having like aha uh-huh. isn't it crazy because i've had that at very very yeah prominent times in my life i didn't know that that was a common dream i'm reading it and i was like oh my god i had no idea and it makes so much sense yes when you're trying to come into your own when you're trying to come into your own and you're trying to question things and you're you're trying to like change and heal and change and do different things about yourself you'll have dreams of the (sighs) intruder and it's like and it's she's like it's usually male because it's the male to female dynamic Mm -hmm. and so um and you're outnumbered and you don't you feel like you can't do it and you're scared it's because you're like tapping into who you are you're starting to tap into like your core essence and it's the mind's way of asking you like of telling you and sort of like the spiritual way kind of like the the essence of our own western conditioning Mm -hmm. and the way that we've been sort of taught throughout our lives it's a fantastic book Mm -hmm. I'm still not done with it because I read it slowly but um it's fantastic and it's so it's I mean I read that and I was like I've had so many dreams like I had that. waking up terrified being mm-hmm. like oh my god what is this about and what does this mean and then it turns out that it's exactly it's normal self. and it's like yeah. it's the same thing and it, it, it has come at very transformational times in my life where you're questioning why things are the way that they are and you're questioning the systems and you're questioning what you've been taught and what you've learned yeah that it comes in I was like and how strange that it's like men that she even said that it was like the intruder, like it's intruders coming in and they're mostly male and they've come to like hurt you. Whoa. And I was like, that is crazy. I've had those dreams my entire life. Yeah. My entire life at very, starting when I was a kid. And I think when you said that it was at a time that I was a little bit older, but I was like eight Mm -hmm. when I really was like, I knew that I was so different and weird in terms of like seeing dead people and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I I would have that dream of, it was always at least two men with a bat, with a piece of, a huge piece yeah. of wood. With like um, weapons. With like weapons. they come in, like they're like about to fuck shit up. Yep. And you're like, whoa, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Wild, right? I'm so glad you said that. I know. I can't believe I just thought of that too. I didn't even plan on <sighs> I bet like that. so many people listening to this are going to be like, I know. Oh let us God. know. If yeah. You guys do. Send us, um, send us a send, message. Let us know. Cause that's like. That's isn't that, major. Isn't that crazy? So there's so much that can happen and there's so much to learn. And if you're curious enough, you can Google things. I went through a period, the same thing a little bit earlier, like probably when I was 28 to 30, I Googled a lot because yeah. I had s- wild dreams. I was having so many water dreams. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And I was like, it's your emotions. I was like, cool. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, but I now understand all of that too. And even when you just said to like, let yourself feel big emotions, I was like, that's so simple. Yeah. Did she just nail it for me? And I spent <laughs> years not understanding and she just did it like that. She said it. Like it was no big deal. I also think that you have those, like we all have those aha moments at the right time when we're ready to accept it. Cause totally. you've probably heard that before or felt that before, but you just weren't ready to receive it. Yeah. Mind, body, soul. Yes. You know? Instead of being like, Oh, I understand that I'm like going through something emotional. Cause sometimes it's good. It, like you can be like, Oh, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But when you get the meaning behind it, it's the same thing even too. Like I could have had that dream about the like whatever I, I had, but had we not really talked about it, I might not have really gotten the deeper meaning yeah. of it had I not talked about it with someone yeah. or really like sat on it and like worked through it. So remember that sometimes when you remember significant things and you say to yourself in the morning, 
I want to remember that or you're kind of half awake. Like write that stuff down. I always encourage people to just make a note or two about yeah. it so that you can revisit it later when you're mm-hmm. when you're awake and you're, you know, after you you do you go about your day or whatever, and revisit more alive. Yeah, revisit that dream. But don't but you want to make notes so that you don't forget it. Yeah. Because the thing is is we, most people just wake up and we go keep, about their we day. Go and then we forget what we just dreamt about. Yeah. Um, but they're very powerful dreams. I mean, you get messages, you get guidance, and you're also just working out day-to-day stuff. Yeah. Um, Majority of the time, it means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Just you processing just your day. You in the form of a bumblebee just flying you, around. Yeah, or, you know. You know, landing on a cloud. <laughs> or on a roller coaster holding a suitcase right. going into a strange city. You don't no know. big. No big. No big. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Tell us your dreams, though. Like, send I us know. info. We w- I'd love to know. Give us some. Give us your if you've had like life. a psychic dream and then it came yeah. true. Share your experiences. We would love that. Yeah. Um. And maybe we'll do a live and we'll talk about it. You guys uh. can tell us about it. Um. Thank you. I did burp. Uh, <laughs> thanks for holding for that. Classy. And yeah, that was great. I yeah. love that. I think we'll end on that note. All right. And um, if you guys have any other questions, please tell me. You know where to find us. <laughs> Instagram at the Modern Intuitives. At the Modern Intuitives. Modernintuitives.com. Gmail. Same thing. Yada, yada. Not the Modern Idiots. We are the Modern Intuitives. We are also the Modern Idiots, but you know. (laughs) But you know, we don't go by that. TMI. That's a TMI thing. (laughs) Um, All right, you guys. Thank you. Have a lovely morning, evening, night, afternoon. I said evening and night. Same thing. It's fine. Whatever, I can drag this on forever. Love you guys. Bye. Let be your mind. Let be your mind.